The Naughty Mystic with your host, Jenny Benson. Today, I have a special guest. <laughs> okay, guys, heads up. First of all, we... <laughs> We are doing this as a test run. This is my first interview with my microphone and my friend Alicia Myers, who is going to be the interviewee. Interv- yeah, interviewee. <laughs> She's looking at me. <laughs> is is my guinea pig, so I love her to death for this. <laughs> Without any further ado, here is my friend Alicia Myers, and we're going to talk about aromatherapy today. Alicia, please tell us your background in aromatherapy and what you do. (laughs) Hi, I am Alicia Myers, and I own the Relaxation Depot at Wild Ferns Wellness, which is a massage office. I'm a massage therapist first. I have been for about 20 years, and while I was in college for massage, I started playing with essential oils. Um, I've made glycerin soaps for years and years and years, um, which are not for sale. I just make them when the mood strikes me. But eventually, I, I started looking at an online school when I was going to school at LCC for specifically for aromatherapy because they had a diploma program. It took me 15 years to get there. Um, but I, I finally, I finally did it. Well, we all have our own goals and dreams and it shows up when we need it, right? Right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so yeah, after I got divorced, I decided to go back to school because that's what people do. Right. Um, so I went to the school of the American College of Healthcare Sciences which is an online school out of Portland, Oregon. They've been obviously in existence for more than 20 years. And I got my diploma in aromatherapy um, uh, in October of 2016. I'm also a level two national certified professional aromatherapist um, through the National Association of Holistic Aromatherapy. Cool. So you have a little bit of background on top of being a massage therapist. Oh my God. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, those of you who are into astrology, she is a Virgo. I'm the cusp of Leo. So, you know. The aromatherapy and the chemistry classes were in depth. Yes. I didn't know that was going to happen. Okay. Anyway. (laughs) Well, just so everybody knows, the reason I I got really excited about having an interview with Alicia, not that... It isn't because she isn't an awesome individual. Is the fact that she was writing up. She does <laughs> newsletters because you know that is something that she does for her her business, and that's amazing. And she got discussing with me a aromatherapy uh, essential oil blend that she uses, and she started just describing. I don't even know how much was it. Like just a little bit of it. Oh, I had just started researching the bergamot. And so we were just talking about the bergamot and how it relates to traditional Chinese medicine. Oh, yeah, because then I got really excited and go, oh, my God, we have to do a podcast episode. Right? <laughs> yeah, because that's that's just how we work. <laughs> so, so this episode, we're going to talk about this particular blend that Alicia has created. Um, and she can go in the background and explain, you know, why she created it. And then... And then I guess you go into the the history of it, because I thought the stuff that you were even just telling me the little bit was very exciting and interesting. So explain the blend. (laughs) 
<laughs> okay, so this particular blend that we're talking about today is called Align. Okay. It is uh, equal parts geranium and bergamot. It is, I have to be honest, my least favorite blend because I am not a floral person. I like the honesty. <laughs> um, however, some people are. So I created this blend when I was talking to my best friend who lives in England now, also named Jenny. <laughs> um, because her, she loves rose. Rose is her most favorite, like... Scent and yeah. go-to thing. Right. Okay. And, and she's having um, some mental health issues, as the rest of the world is, too. Right. But I didn't have any rose. I was going to make some soap to send her, but I didn't have any rose. Okay. Because rose is expensive, because it takes... I don't remember if it's a hundred or a thousand, but either way, it's a lot of petals. Yes, a lot. A hundred pounds of petals might be a thousand. Don't quote me. To get one ounce of oil. That's a lot. So when you go to the store and you try to buy pure rose and pure jasmine, and it's like ridiculously 60 or $80 for this little teeny, teeny, tiny bottle, and you're like, WTF? You know, what the you, fuck? You can, you can definitely say what the fuck on here. Yeah. Um, it's because it takes so many pounds of petals to make an ounce of oil. Wow. And how long does it take to pick those petals and then you have to use them before they get nasty? That is which true. Which happens really quickly. Yes. And I've never done, like, even though I'm a horticulturist, I've never done that aspect. So that, I don't even know, like, how long you can have that. And I'm I'm sure it changes but, with if it wilts. And, if, and what if some of the flowers are brown already by the time that they're picking? Or are they only picking certain, you know... Exactly. Uh, freshness which, of how it is. Which I, I'm sure that that's a thing, but that's not a thing that I know at the right. moment. So, <laughs> okay, I didn't mean to freak you out on that one. I was just, but I was just thinking because, like, you know, when they when they pick, most people don't understand. Like when they pick regular groceries, like if you're picking apple, right? Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of the apples are actually stored in cooler department you know in like right. huge cooler rooms and so the apples that you're going to get this year unless you go to an orchard it's usually not from that same year it's from another year or if you're if you're taking it off a vine or a tree or whatever like a tomato or an avocado they're not picked at freshness you know at time because they have a little bit of lean time so they can travel across the country or across the state right, right. so that's what i was thinking which is probably off tangent but go on <laughs> that's hey that's okay so anyway i was thinking what do i have that's close to rose and so geranium is the closest smell to rose. In fact, sometimes they use it to dilute the rose to make it less expensive. Oh. Um, and it's also called rose geranium sometimes. But that depends on what geranium they're using. So. Correct, yes. Yeah. Which which exact flower they're using. Mm -hmm. We went with the geranium and then we were talking about different things and she really likes Earl Grey tea which contains bergamot oil. Yes. And... So, we decided to try the geranium with the bergamot. I have to say, she did say she loved the soap when she finally got it months later. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's... That, I love you. Okay. <laughs> 
so okay and then what were you for for what were you doing with the newsletter like were you just like going to plan were you originally just going to plan to explain it to people that are on your email or were you intentionally going to look for all the history or was that just kind of a side note that i would like to with my newsletter highlight each blend like every once a month or something, you know, whenever I do my newsletter, I, I don't do it at a standard interval because I'm, I'm not quite there yet. But I would like to each time. Okay, so I've been open a year at this location. Woo-woo! <laughs> um, and so for the month of March, I've been doing free aromatherapy. Oh, okay. I've told people if they go to my Facebook page and like my Facebook page for the Relaxation Depot, if I can get up to 200 likes by April 1st, which is in like a couple of days, so I don't think we're going to make it, but I would do another free month of aromatherapy. So I thought that I would, in my newsletter, highlight a blend each time so that people can see what the fuck I have. Because when they come in, I'm like, oh, do you like floral? Do you like citrus? Do you like woody? What do you like? And then they just kind of tell me um, a section and I'm like, okay, well, I have these two. And then, you know, that way they can... It's hard to have too many options for aroma because then you're like trying to smell them all and then pretty much they all smell the they same after a minute. Mm-hmm. You know, because the, 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 the nose gets saturated very quickly. The, the olfactory bulb there. <laughs> it's like okay. the size of a postage stamp. You go poking too many molecules in there and it's done. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, so then what did you learn when you started with investigating a little bit more historical information or background information once you started looking into it? So I started with bergamot. I love bergamot as an oil. And I have to say I'm not one of those people who has an oil for everything. I do not use it as anti anything. I don't I don't look at them in in the what they can do in a physical matter. Okay. Yes, they're fantastic for cleaning and they're fantastic for antibacterial antifungal. All of the things, yeah. They're and they do, you know, some of them aid feminine issues and like for periods and whatnot. And we'll do headaches because I use peppermint a lot if Oh yeah. yeah. Well that's a different blend. We'll yeah. talk about that. No 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 day. I was just using that as an example. <laughs> just an example. But yes, yes, for sure headaches and migraines and um uh aphrodisiacs for sure. There's a, a lot of fat geranium is an aphrodisiac if you can stand the smell. <laughs> Well, it's not. I'm not a huge fan, and I'm I'm allergic to the uh, annual form of geraniums oh. versus the perennial. Yeah, so that's why when you said it's geranium, I was like, okay, I'm gonna smell, but like from here. So <laughs> just in case, if yeah. you start breaking out in hives, I don't yeah. know what's going on. Well, yeah, I don't think it, I I don't think as an essential oil it would do that, but who knows? Because you know, when I used to work in garden centers and everything, I had to wear gloves right. when I had to at this time of year start moving around geraniums because. Right. Everybody wants them. And when I was at the golf course, hell no to the geranium in my pot. So anyway. Right. <laughs> I have a couple of books at home. Okay. Um, that I use. And the way that I use essential oils is, okay, yes, they do all of these fantastic physical things. But how do they make you feel? Ooh, yes. What do they do to your psyche? Ooh, I like that thinking. Um, 
because they can be used. And and to be fair, I work in a wellness center with at least 20 mental health therapists. Well, they okay. So, and and that was my purpose for going to work in this specific place. Okay, that's fantastic. Um, because I wanted to use essential oils in this way. As a therapy. Uh, right, as a therapy, not as, you know... Not just beyond massage, but actually to help... Correct. Okay. Yes. Uh, you're going to hear me shuffling through my notes here. They're <laughs> they're not in, in the best order. And again, notes, because she's a Virgo, so no worries, people. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff here. There okay, is a lot of information. So it was... I was reading uh, through the Aromatherapy for Healing the Spirit by Gabriel Mojé. When I was talking to you. Okay. Specifically. And we were talking about bergamot. And what it says here is that it's a gently relaxing yet distinctly uplifting oil. um, And it smooths the flow of chi energy. um, Specifically as it relates to the liver chi. Oh, okay. So we're specifically talking about the chi meridian here. Okay. Um, the liver meridian of the chi, right? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. I said that wrong. No, no, no. The, it's okay. The, the liver meridian. Yeah. The chi of the liver meridian. Okay, so the function of the liver meridian is to maintain the free and even flow of vital energy throughout the body and mind, particularly indicated for nervous indigestion, loss of appetite due to emotional stress. Yeah. The bergamot is going to clear the energy of the liver so that your your body and your mind can come together come right come back together cuz liver i don't know if this is in your notes but the liver holds like when you have anger a lot of anger or yes. sadness yeah cuz whenever they've worked on me it's always <laughs> right weird yeah. from in the past <laughs> um so then I just went to Google and, and asked about the liver meridian specifically. Gallbladder is a yang. So it's the gallbladder meridian, which includes the liver. Okay. Anger is the emotion of the liver and the gallbladder and the organs uh, associated with the wood element. Rage, fury, aggravation, irritation, those kinds of things. It's going to calm. Calm the hell down right it's going to <laughs> dampen that fire while uplifting your mind to to a, like a higher vibration is that what you're talking about like uh um sure we can say it like that well you know what i mean like if you're if you're squashing the squashing the fire like the visual i have is like like a, a campfire right and mm-hmm. if you're putting that on and you're squashing the flame you're gonna have like that smoke so that smoke is like raising the vibration it's taking away the yeah i can get with that is that like what you're referring to? Like, because that's the visual I'm getting when you're saying that. Well, it, it it's very up. It's a very uplifting oil because it's a citrus. That's yes. that's what citruses do. Mm-hmm. Another thing that it said was the the proponents of traditional Chinese medicine believe that qi or life force energy flows through twelve meridians. Um, if the qi gets blocked, it can lead to health issues. The gallbladder meridian plays a role in your judgment, ability, decision-making, digestion, and your muscle and connective tissue health. We've got all of the angry emotions, and we've got affecting your judgment, ability, and decision-making. Because, you know, if I'm angry, I'm going to make a a snap judgment, and 
maybe not make the right decision. Well, <laughs> let's, let's let's look at my late teens, early twenties. All right. Well, I wasn't gonna say anything about that. <laughs> There's many a decision that I made out of anger. I'm very aware of that <laughs> now. <laughs> I was. N- I did not know though that it um, affected the muscle and connective tissue health. I didn't know that either, but that does make sense. And because look at where all my knots are and my and the connective connective tissue is all in the connective tissue. Right. Uh So you need some bergamot, baby. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I also have the willow floral essence that I take too. Oh, right, right, right. When I'm getting a little bitter and Mm. mm. (laughs) yeah. So and the last thing that I googled patients with poly. Lithiasis. People who have uh, gallbladder issues okay. are at higher risk of developing depression than, gen- than the general population. Um, patients could be benefited from having their gallbladder removed and have the hazard of developing depression significantly, re- significantly reduced. Get my mouth on board here. So the liver, so what that's saying, what I'm hearing is that the liver is holding the anger, but the depressional aspects of something, if it's not flowing, is going to be held in the gallbladder. Is that it? Or am I misunderstanding? I think that... Well, what they're saying. The gallbladder is is mostly um, an extension of the liver. Oh. And that, that does kind of make sense. Um, I have been less depressed since having my gallbladder out. Okay. Like when I first had it out all the way until the middle of December. So we'll say um, the solstice. Okay. I was super happy. I had other reasons to be super happy too, but but I was. I was ridiculously happy. And then I went to sleep for three months and at the equinox I woke back up. <laughs> but was it but I'm wondering if that had to do with the fact that your body needed a rest, too, because of other things going on. It could be. Yeah. It could be. Because that's one of the things I noticed personally with um, all those years of horticulture. I just kept t- thinking, God, when Halloween showed up, it was like I would be tired Halloween basically to like sometime in January. I would just all I want to do is like sleep. Not all the time, but that's my time. You know, I was like, I don't want to go do stuff. <laughs> I mean, I would go want to do stuff for my birthday and, you know, the whole December baby thing. But but it was just be like, I'd rather sleep <laughs> than have to worry about all that stuff. But yeah, so I don't know. I don't know if that's just your biological clock. I even noticed it when I moved to Arizona. Like, I still had that, and I wasn't even doing horticulture at the time. Huh. Okay. I don't know. Maybe it's just my body rhythms. Rhythm's gonna get ya. Rhythm's gonna get ya. (laughs) (laughs) With, um, so the yield. A moderate yield for bergamot is expressed, usually. Um, that is the, this, the kind of, that's how they get the oil. They take the the rind of the uh, slightly unripened fruit and squeeze it to get the the oil out. It it makes a moderate yield, so uh, 200 to 250 kilograms of rinds. Now, is bergamot a fruit? Yes. Yes. That equals one kilogram of oil. About 440, so somewhere between 450 and 550 pounds Of of the peel? Of peels. Okay. To get 35 ounces, which is almost a quart. Oh. 
Uh, I'm gonna go off tangent and say lemon is probably similar. And if you're putting lemon essential oil in your water, how many bags of of lemons are you really putting in your water? Way. Way <laughs> a lot. If it takes like between 450 and 550 pounds to get almost a quart of oil, which is the size of the, the jugs when you put oil in your car, that the little ones. Yeah. yeah that's, that's, um, that's about how much you're going to get. So you're over, even if you're putting a drop in there, you're over... Like stimulating your body if you're... Absolutely. Well, the standard is one drop of essential oil is equivalent to 40 cups of tea. For lemon? Or just for anything? For any. Oh my God, I didn't even know that. Yeah. Super concentrated. Super concentrated. Well, I did go on the on the soapbox one time. Yeah. <laughs> and one of them, but... If you uh, if you put the essential oils on the bottom of your feet, diluted in 15 minutes, you can swab the inside of your cheek and find those molecules in your mouth already. Wait a second, that's without oil. That's just diluting a little bit of it to put on the bottom of your feet. Yes. So 15 minutes. 15 minutes because it gets in your bloodstream through your skin. I have a whole new appreciation putting that oil with that essential oil then. Right. So yeah. so why would you even need to ingest it? If you can put it on your feet and have it throughout your body that fast? Right. Not to mention the liver. Its whole function is to detox. But now we're veering off into a whole nother... Yeah. <laughs> that's a whole nother episode. We'll do a whole nother episode on that. Yeah. But I just... Mind blown uh, I, on I that. Can, I, can, I can rant and soapbox quite... <laughs> but yeah, I'm... I can be here a while. Well, so anyway, um, yes. Okay, so bergamot is the bitter orange, not the sweet orange orange. It's a green bitter orange. Now, so is bergamot, it, just because I, I, I mean, I can't even visualize it. Is it an orange that's like tiny that hasn't been picked yet? There's a picture of it on there. Yeah. Yeah, okay. It's, it's not, no, it's a full-size fruit. Okay. It's just green instead of orange. Because it's bitter instead of sweet. Okay. All right. That particular tree, the flower, if you distill the flowers, mm-hmm. will will make neroli oil. Oh, okay. Which is even more of uh, an anxiety reliever than bergamot is. Okay. But it's super expensive because, again, you how many pounds of flowers, and it's a very light floral citrus floral okay so it it dissipates more quickly okay but they have done a lot of studies i did um i did a big long paper when i was in class um and they have done studies in hospitals putting like uh neroli drops of neroli oil on a cotton ball for mothers in labor okay and it reduced their anxiety tremendously Oh. I would say that bergamot and neroli are actually better for anxiety than lavender because of the research that I've seen. Well, that's interesting because I'm always putting lavender in my bath. So should I put, or is that going to burn like lemongrass? I've never put it in my, I've never put it in my bath. so never put citrus in the bath. Right. (laughs) I learned the hard way lemongrass and I know it's not 
citrus, but I learned yeah. <laughs> I learned the hard way with lemongrass. Um, lemongrass is slightly different because it's a grass, not a citrus. But it burns. But, yeah, um, the molecules expand. Mm-hmm. Citrus molecules will expand when you heat them. Oh, so a hot bath would just make you burn anyway, too. Right. Um, and not to mention, if you are putting essential oils in your bath, they're not water soluble. Right. They're fat soluble. Right. So if you're going to put them in your bath, you need to add them to a little bit of like hair conditioner or um, bubble bath, like unscented bubble bath, so that they have something to stick to other than your private areas. Yes, that's <laughs> because that's not. burn, baby, burn. Unless it's peppermint and it's very cool. <laughs> No, no, no. no. If you get (laughs) peppermint and your lady bits, fire. (laughs) Well, (laughs) I... I made, I made the mistake one time of doing some cleaning with a peppermint and thought the bathtub was cleaned out before I did a bath. And then I was like, why am I having a cooling sensation? It wasn't a burning sensation. It was a cooling oh, sensation. But yeah, let I, me tell you, it wasn't comfortable. I used some peppermint castile soap one time. I would never do that again. Well, I can't have castile soap anyway because it's got hemp in it. Oh, right. Yeah. It was peppermint soap. Yeah. It just happened to be castile soap, but... <laughs> Woo! Oh my God! <laughs> I've never felt fire like that Woo. ever. Yeah, you're like no, no, no. So all right, um, <laughs> all right. So the flowers give you neroli oil. Mm-hmm. The fruits will give you the bergamot oil. The leaves and stems will give you the pettigrain oil. I've never heard of that. What is that? Pettigrain oil. It's um. I didn't do my research on that. I can't tell you right off the top of my head. Okay, that's fine. It, it's still a citrus, um, okay. and they do use it to dilute other things. Okay. Uh, probably neroli. Okay. Um, so it becomes a little cheaper. Right. Okay. Um, but it does have its own properties. I just can't tell you them off the top of my head. Okay. Because there are so many that's, that's just too much information for a person to keep. Absolutely. I mean, it's in there. I just don't know where the key is at the moment. <laughs> Bergamot oil by itself is a mild remedy with no cum- cumulative toxicity, which means uh, it's not going to build up over time and make you sensitive to it. However, while it is non Skin irritating. It is strongly photosensitizing. Oh, so you don't want to put that on the There is specifically citrus oils in general. Not all of them, but most of them, You, if you put them on your skin, diluted. Diluted. Don't go outside in direct sun for 12 hours. Don't go tanning. Stay out of the direct... Because it will um, compromise your body's ability to block the sun rays. So it'll be a constant burn. Oh. Uh, specifically, Fucocumarin... I think I said it right. Ant chemical in there and when i say chemicals i don't mean like synthetic chemicals i mean like the plant produces this chemical and when you squish you know when you when you distill it that's you're gonna get those chemicals because that that's what's in the plant that's what makes the sense that you know that's what makes the therapeutic actions in the body and there are different levels of different ones and 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 all of the things that we distill you can get bergamot oil with bergaptine is 
the exact name of the the constituent. Fugo Kumaran is the family it's in, is the way that you would say it. So anyway, you, you can get bergamot oil with the bergaptine removed. Or maybe it's... The, I'm not sure how it's labeled. Which should make it less phototoxic. Okay. Also, if you get the, the other citrus oils that are phototoxic, if you get them distilled instead of expressed, they should be less phototoxic. Okay. Which means instead of squeezing the crap out of the rind, mm-hmm. they put the rind in the big still, use um, the steam distillation method. Okay. There's that thing. So, emotional disposition, mood swings, irritability, frustration, emotional mental confusion, pessimistic outlook, depression, sluggish energy in the morning, disorganization, digestive problems worsened by stress, bad breath, oily or lifeless skin. There's a, a naturopathic thing for you. Yes. So, it it's kind of a sweet lemony. It's more bitter than sweet to me, but it's definitely a citrus scent. And you said it smells sweet or bitter versus well, sweet. This would um this is the aroma energy is sweet and lemony, which is a traditional oh. Chinese medicine term. Okay. You said for you it's more bitter than sweet. I feel like it's I can see the 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 lemony, but for yeah, for me it's way more bitter than sweet. I smell a little bit of the sweet, but it's like more of like a sweet with a pungent, like a I don't know if I would call it bitter, but it would be a di- a sharp smell. Yes, like it's sweet and then it ping. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's for like sure. it's like I don't know. It's like a sweet smell and then an explanation point. At the end. Right. Like, that's the yeah. best way I can like say it. For me, it's not sweet at all. It's it's completely bitter. Okay. Um, but it's a bitter orange, so I, I can see that. So. Bergamot oil is beautifully relaxing, refreshing, and uplifting. Never fails to relax tension and overcome any emotional frustration present. Moodiness and irritability and so on can easily be lifted from there. It clearly promotes a balance between extremes as a light-filled refresher of mind, soul, mind and soul. Bergamot simply suggests that to experience life in a balanced way, we need to start by accepting the experience of each moment exactly for what it is without prior expectation. Hmm. Okay. Uh, the, The next book that I was using is um, Aromatherapy for the Healing Spirit by Gabriel Moget. For him, he says it's uh, gently relaxing yet distinctly uplifting. It soothes the flow of chi energy. Remember we were talking about oh, yeah. clearing the liver. Mm-hmm. The gallbladder liver. Yeah, the gall- gallbladder meridian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, this energetic property of the oil relates directly to its ability to harmonize the liver chi the function of which is to maintain the free and even flow of vital energy throughout the body and mind, particularly indicated for nervous indigestion and loss of appetite due to emotional stress. We're clearing out that anger and fear and rage and frustration right. to to make the energy free flow through the body and mind. Okay. I just don't remember how the gallbladder meridian goes because I... Because I wonder if it, if it's it causing it starts, the issue. like, in the foot. 
It goes up the leg. Yeah, and then it um, goes up and over, but... But I would have to Google it. Yeah, me too. Because <laughs> I can't think of the... I've been famous for not wanting to eat when I've been mad, so... I just didn't know if that's... Oh, well, because it makes the stomach angry. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, bergamot is antispasmodic <laughs> and, and an- anxiolytic, which means it relieves anxiety. Mm-hmm. And it has a regulated, regulating effect on the nervous system. The psychological action depends on its ability to disperse the stagnant energy. This condition can manifest as tension, irritability, and frustration. And if never released or processed, can eventually result in depression. Um, so depression due to stagnant chi energy is therefore the result of accumulated stress and repressed emotion. So for those people who bottle things up, <laughs> she's guilty. raising her hand. Guilty. I'm, I'm better now that I'm older, but when I was younger, oh, it was horrible. That causes stress and depression. That That's like the main cause because you're not clearing it out. You're just putting a cork in it and letting it Um, Oh, yeah. Because it would be the whole churning of the... Yeah, when you let something ferment like that. Yes. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) So, like we were saying, the the emotion most involved is the unexpressed anger, um, which is the key emotion of the liver... And is also um, related to the wood element in traditional Chinese medicine. So bergamot encourages the release of pent-up feelings that lead to depression, insomnia, anxiety, and sudden mood swing. That helps redirect nervous energy away from unproductive or addictive behavior, helping us to rediscover spontaneity and optimism, which helps us to relax and let go. So that's pretty much what I have on the, the whole Chinese medicine. Okay genre of of the oil okay the next book that i'm going to talk about is the blossoming heart aromatherapy for healing and transformation by robbie zack nd she's from australia she's been teaching aromatherapy classes for quite some time many many years and she goes at it from a different direction she's more um talking about the glands and the things of the actual body. She says it brings a sunny effervescent quality to the spirit through balancing the hypothalamus gland, the center spring of some of the deeper emotions, particularly rage and fear. So there we have again rage and fear. Mm -hmm. So the emotions aren't different. This just the um, locations. The approach. Our lives are patterned with ever-changing vistas of light and shade. The passages of darkness and the shadow energies in our lives can also be our greatest teachers. Remember that there are blessings and discomfort if you choose to examine why your spirit is flat, sad, or depressed. So she's suggesting to use this as a shadow work. Oh, very good. Shadow work. Shadow work, for those of you who don't know what shadow work is, is when your subconscious has work to do. So whether it's something that has been projected on you from from society, from family, something that you inherited emotionally, because there's those of us who were brought into this world, at least how I believe, that you're here to break up generational patterns, heal the family, heal the, the current and the past, and bring it together. And so we can move forward and, and heal as a unit as a society as a community isn't that the best way to describe shadow work yeah because each person has their own that's what shadow work means so it says during during 
These times of dark reflection, Bergamot will heal and cheer your soul. But she also threw out a quote by J.R.R. Tolkien. May there be a light for you in dark places when all other lights go out. And that's what she's putting for Bergamot. I could see that. And I love that. I love that quote. Just, it's one of my favorite. I'm, I'm a big Tolkien fan, so I was just like, woo. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> that brightened your day right away. It sure did. <laughs> um, and the last book that he used was um, Emotional Healing with Essential Oils Manual 1 Introduction 2nd Edition by Daniel McDonald. And he's, he, again, says it's the oil of self-acceptance. Um, and he says the same about all of the, the self-judgment and despair, low self-esteem. It supports the individual need of self-acceptance and self-love. It helps you to, to see life with more optimism, cleansing effect on the stagnant feelings. So, it, basically, he's just completely reiterating everything else that... It's wonderful. I think you're just you're just supporting why and in different ways that they're speaking right. about. I want I want more than one point of view. I want and maybe four was too many, but I've got each direction right: north, south, east, and west. Yes, <laughs> but it, but it's like I have said in other previous uh, episodes, we all learn differently, right? So we do, and there might be words in a different, you know, each different book. I, I try not to do more than four because. I mean, at some point, it gets heavy. I'm just going to move right into two geranium. Mm-hmm. And we're going to start with the Aromatica 1 book. And so, for one kilogram of oil yield, and it says that's a fairly poor yield, um, it's 500 to 700 kilograms of fresh herb. Geranium is not flowers. It's the leaves. I think it's just the leaves. That makes sense. Um, that they use. And it's steam distilled. They don't use the uh, ex- expression with them. It's, it's always steam with that. The only time they use uh, expression is with the, the fruit rind. Okay. The citrus rind. Okay. All right. Um, now, there are some things that require chemical distillation. Okay. Um, because they're, they dissipate more quickly. Okay. For most things, it's, it's just regular dis- steam distillation. This, and 500 to 700 kilograms is way more than the, the bergamot one. Because remember, that was like 200 to 250. But kilograms is different than pounds, right? Yes. So 200 kilograms is about equivalent to 441 pounds. Okay. This is 500 kilograms. Oh, so it's going to double Five the amount. Five to seven. Yeah, so that's like almost a thousand pounds of leaves to get one... One... Ounce? One, no, 35 ounces. It's almost a quart. One kilogram is almost a quart. It's like 0.93 something. Okay. It has no cumulative toxicity, no skin irritants, no sensitizing. So it's pretty much... And it's a yin oil. So we've got our yin, yin and, and our yang. yang. And I didn't do that on purpose. I have to say that was a happy accident. I had our, you know, we had already come up with this way before I started looking in my books about, you know, what does this do? And this is for emotional despondency, withdrawal, feels unloved or worthless, guilt, low self-esteem, mood swings, irritability, chronic anxiety, weeps easily, pessimistic, sugar cravings, pain 
EMS. Um, it's a nervous relaxant. Spasmolytic, which means it uh, helps to stop spasms. Anti-inflammatory, mild and analgesic. So nervous relaxant means it's an anxiolytic, which means it helps relax the nerves. So both of the... So both of them help relax in yes. different ways. Correct. Okay. They are both for, yes, that. Deeply nurturing, stabilizing, and calming with its deep, rosy, fragrant fragrance. Emotional balance, stability, and calm. Helps to achieve a more objective and less reactive or impulsive relationship to our feelings and emotions. So this is going to calm you down at a point where you might make a snap judgment. The bergamot. Yeah, this is going to calm you down. Mm-hmm. This is going to have help you have a better relationship with those emotions. This is the stop and this is the the next level. Okay, so bergamot helps to calm you down and the geranium helps you to acknowledge what your feelings are and help you to move, release, move on. Well, this is acceptance. So, okay. So you've accepted it. But now you have a more objective, but geranium gives you a more objective and less reactive or impulsive relationship to those emotions and feelings. So you're going to have a better understanding. Something pissed you off. Yes. And you're like hot on it. Right. (laughs) This is the bergamot. It's going to calm you down. Okay. So that you don't throat punch someone. Right. We'll say. Because Virgos like to think like that. Very generalizing. You know, they don't all maybe think like that. But anyway, moving on. (laughs) So then geranium is going to help me understand why that pissed me off. Oh, okay. And how to maybe not have that be a trigger for throat punching someone in the future. Okay. Okay. (laughs) In doing so... Okay, so geranium helps us to achieve a more objective and less reactive or impulsive relationship to our feelings and emotions. In doing so, it has the ability to expose us to greater intimacy and vulnerability. Oh. Geranium's ultimate gift to our feeling life lies in its potential for laying us open to a highly intimate and authentic dialogue with both ourselves and others. She's looking at me, everyone, because, you know, I'm working on my divine feminine in the intimacy stuff so huh and I'm allergic to geranium isn't that interesting right (laughs) nothing happens without having a reason right (laughs) alright so uh, aromatherapy for the healing spirit the keywords for this is security receptivity and intimacy so it's like astrologically it's for like Venus the planet Venus because that's what all that is right yeah Right. The Taurus, Taurus is all about security and intimacy and... Right. What was the other one? Did you say it was security, intimacy, and... Receptivity. Receptivity. So, yeah. It's often substituted for rose. I said that earlier. Clears heat and inflammation, relaxes the nerve and the mind, calms irritation and easy for us and eases frustration and irritability calms feelings of anxiety also has the ability to strengthen the chi energy so what we do we calm we calm down the liver gallbladder meridian yes cleared out all of that toxic yes stuff and accepted right with the bergamot and accepted and accepted 
And then the geranium is going to strengthen that chi energy. So you, you've, you've cleared out the toxicity and now you're strengthening. Okay. Isn't that what happens when you, like, you detox? You clear all the sludge out and then you get stronger. Well, that's why it's a great combo for right. the yin and the yang, really. Right. Uh, exotic, floral, and slightly spicy aroma is reflected in this well-known aphrodisiac effect. Effect that relates to its intrinsically sensual, liberating nature. Nourishing the feminine creativity of, of the intellect, which is the yi, and the still receptive aspect of the will, which is the zhi, Z-H-I, I might not be pronouncing it correctly. Uh, geranium oil is ideal for the workaholic perfectionist, for the person who has forgotten imagination, intuition, and sensory experience. For those whose rationality and personal drive deny the place of feeling or impression. It, it's basically, it's going to help you have better intimate communication, specifically with yourself. It's an aphrodisiac, so obviously it's going to help you have better communication with other people too. Better intimacy with other people. But specifically, we want to focus on the self. If you like floral, right, it is very sensuous. Feminine. I just, you said if you like floral, and I'm not a big... I am not either. Right, I know. Okay, think of very large cat. Just like stretching out, opening up, and... Okay. That's very sensual. That is very sensual. I get what you're saying. So, that's kind of... I feel like what the, the, the geranium is doing is allowing you to open, open up, your flower. Open up and stretch out. I've said open up your flower. I'm <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> hey, well, isn't that what the point of like plants yeah, are, right? I, I, you know? Right? Yeah. They yeah. open up their flowers so like bees can come in and, and you know, so they can pollinate and get right? their little freakies on. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, the blossoming heart. Um, So, her things were attuned and disconnected, which is, I think, how... I think I took the attuned and looked for a similar word, and that's how I got the align. Oh, to create your own blend, yes. Right. This refreshing scent that gently reduces extremes within the inner thought processes, bringing balance and harmony to the emotions. Now, remember, she doesn't do the traditional Chinese medicine, but she does say that the body's natural rhythm is is linked to hormonal activity, and geranium helps to tone the vibration of the glands and hormones, allowing your body to undulate in gentle equilibrium. So, if you're disconnected from your rhythm, you're going to be all over the place. You're going to be out of sync, out of sorts. You know, your internal compass is going to be all cattywampus. So geranium will help you gently attune to a new temple. Okay. And then you'll love this part. The movement of the sun, the moon, the tides, the seasons shape our lives. And geranium connects us to the fundamental rhythms. Just like the seasons of our lives move in phases to growth, fall away, disappearing and reemerging. In your own time, rhythm, pace, and grace, you will move through an infinite number of these phases. So if you're feeling disconnected, and she talks about what season is are you in? Are you, personally, are you are you in the spring season where you're you know, bursting forth with life, or are you in the winter season where you're dormant and full of potential but not ready to 
poke your little head up yet. Oh, I think I'm in the spring. Yeah, I'm, I definitely have have come to that. Um, and so the last the last book, the emotional healing with essential oils. He calls it the oil of love and trust, restores confidence in the innate goodness of others and in the world, facilitates trust, especially when an individual has lost trust in others due to difficult life circumstances. And then he goes so far as to discuss reestablishing a strong bond with one's parents. Well, no, not everyone has that luxury. Right, yeah. And then it says something about when there's been a loss of relationships, Dream encourages encourages emotional honesty, love, and forgiveness. Fosters receptivity to human love and connection. Heals the broken heart. It's all more of that. It's a gentle oil. Um, it nurtures the inner child and supports reparenting this aspect of self. Well, that is part of shadow work. Right. The individual who has a difficult time assessing their emotions can be supported by geranium as it leads away from the logical mind and into the warmth and nurturing of the heart. At its root, geranium heals the heart, instills conditional love, and fosters trust. That's why I said alignment, because you're basically aligning your heart chakra. Well, yeah, because you're, you're getting rid of all of that anger, and then you're allowing the self-love and self-trust. Well, not just anger, but fear too, because that's a big thing. Yes, too. anger and fear, and they did they they did mention fear in there. Mm-hmm. So yeah, definitely. So that's a really nice blend then that that equals out, and it's and- a fantastic blend. I just wish I liked it more. <laughs> But, uh, and most people that come in, they don't ask for florals. I've only used it once in a whole year. Um, okay. But apparently people like free aromatherapy. Okay. Because I've never done so much aromatherapy. <laughs> okay, but maybe some of them are just trying it out because maybe, you know, with this podcast, no, I'm I learning. Agree. Yeah, with the episodes. I agree that. that, you know, a lot of people didn't know I had aromatherapy or if they did, they didn't know what it was for. Or, yeah, they don't know what it's for. They don't know what, if they'll like it, you know, because people are afraid to ask questions. <laughs> they are. Oh my so, God, they are. Yeah, and they don't get curious. So that's why, you know, we're doing this too. Now, when you do the blend together, are you putting it, what are you mixing it with as the oil? Okay, so I I put it in my lotion. Oh, okay. What I do is I have uh, two ounce portion cups. Okay. I used to diffuse it, but then it stays in the room too long. Okay. You know, because the next yeah. person wants something different. You know, if, if 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 I'm doing three massages in a day, one person might want the the relief, which is the peppermint spearmint lavender blend. Yes, which is my most popular blend, I must say. Well, it's, it's very nice. It's the headache. It. Yeah, it's the headache blend, and I didn't come up with that one either. That client Tracy Wilson came up with that like seven years ago. I remember I used it <laughs> yeah. many times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I've had fabulous success with that blend in you know throughout the seven years that I've been using it. So there there must be something to it. And right. We'll have to talk about that another time. Absolutely. Um so say some you know, someone the first person wants the, the lavender mint and some somebody else wants the cedarwood vanilla. Okay. Which is my personal I made that perfume for me. That that one's like my personal favorite. And then somebody else wants 
you know, this geranium bergamot. I can't put all of that in the diffuser no. in a day. Well, not only that, it's too much. Like, for me, I'm too sensitive to that. Right. Way too sensitive. Right. So, yeah, I have two ounce portion cups and I put my, squeeze my lotion in there and then I uh, put my drops. I have at work, I have like a master blend bottle. Okay. Which is only, it's one of the small, like third ounce because I don't want it to get bad. Oh, yeah. Um, so, I have the bottles at work that are pre blended. Okay. Also, so when I'm counting drops, I only have to count once. Okay. It's faster. And then when that bottle gets low, I take it home and I refill it. Okay. So I pour out my drops and then I have a container of toothpicks that I use, you know, to swirl it up. And then I, that's that's what I use on the person. Okay. And if I have leftovers at the end, I have a little lid. They get to take it home so they can continue the relaxing ambiance at home. Fantastic. Um, sometimes they, sometimes people are really dry and I use the whole two ounces, but that doesn't always happen. Yeah. <laughs> it just depends on how dry someone's skin is. Right. Yeah, I think this is a interest, you know, and I think it actually covered a lot of different areas. But, you know, with the... Yeah. Um, with the, the traditional Chinese medicine, but then also um, how it relates to the glands, yes. the organs and things. Yes, because I've already started doing a couple of episodes with that, and I haven't even done the episode with the Divine Feminine, Divine Masculine, so I like that we're doing this without even... <laughs> I wasn't even thinking astrology until you started describing everything in the draining. I was like, oh, yeah, that's all Taurus related. And that's interesting because the North Node is in Taurus right now and Uranus is in Taurus. And I'm doing all these episodes that I have not put out there yet about those individual things. So, And I didn't even talk about, I meant to figure out which chakras these worked on. But somehow I neglected to write that information down while but, I was doing my research. But from what I'm hearing and what chakras that is, it's some of it's heart. And I would say even maybe some on the sacral too. Because if you're dealing with sensuality and femininity and you're trying to balance, that could be part of it too. It doesn't all have to be uh, masculine and primal. Oh, geranium. It's saying that geranium is a sacral chakra because it governs the sexual organs. Um, and it is an aphrodisiac, but it also helps for a lot of period and hormonal issues. Oh, interesting. Which yeah. we didn't even talk about because psyche and not yeah. physical body. And bergamot is definitely the heart chakra. All right. So we've got the sacral and the heart chakra. All right. Well, thank you, (laughs) Alicia, for coming today and having this chat with us, bringing all this information and your experience, your information to broaden our horizons. And I learned a lot that I'm even think about. So thank you. Awesome. I, I had a great time. I, I, I don't get to talk about this stuff very often, so it's fun for me to just be like, yeah, here's a thing. <laughs> Guess what I know. <laughs> That's really good. If you want to plug uh, your business or whatever you want to plug, you can go right ahead. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I am the owner and operator 
licensed massage and aromatherapist at um, the Relaxation Depot, which is located inside of the Wild Ferns Wellness Center near Frandor in Michigan and Lansing. Lansing, Michigan. Yeah, Lansing, Michigan. <laughs> and we are focused on all marginalized communities, so primarily the the LGBTQ women and um, people of all colors. First and foremost, I mean, everyone is allowed to come with respect. Right. It's a safe place. So, and I'm also, um, in the past, I was a prenatal massage. That was my focus. My happy place, whatever you want to call it. Um, so, for me, especially within the, the trans community and the non-binary community, there are people who are pregnant who don't represent the normal what society deems as normal correct Mm -hmm. um so for those non-binary non-binary people and for those trans people who are pregnant it is a safe place to come and get a massage without judgment without yeah no judgment that's my whole thing no judgment i i am uh body positive kink aware trauma aware basically as long as it's legal and you're not hurting anybody have at it kind of person okay and if somebody (laughs) is interested in your newsletters to get more information since you're going to you know be putting your blends in i know we're going to do more episodes but i'm just is there something that they can contact you so they can get on the newsletter or do they have to be a um client to be able to do that oh no i just need their email address okay so if they go to um my facebook page they can send me a message have a great day you too and what exciting things can we learn out there